0: Our, heads. our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful privilege that we have of coming and worshiping our beloved Son, the Lord Jesus. We thank you for ever being mindful of us descending to the earth to take we poor our sinners' place to suffer well for our sins and to take our sickness and bear away. We're so thankful to enjoy the opportunity of our. All sufficient sacrifice. Now, move into the hearts of the people in a special way tonight, Lord. Do something just outstanding, we pray. Not that we need yet to believe, but that unbelievers might believe. Hallelujah, May we say when we leave, like those from coming from Emoah. did not our house burn within us? If you'll do something just like the for us this we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. will be seated. It's indeed a privilege to be here tonight to speak from this platform again to this lovely audience of people. Um, here we will be blessed by coming together. And I was just going in Dean Garden a few moments ago and entered into a minister's study. I heard my lovely brother Edwards singing us down from his floor, and that's my favorite hymn. And I was I knew mean, he was here then. We've had some great times together, and I'm happy to see brother Edwards feeling so well, and looking happy and everything. God bless him. Now, I'll uh, try out each night to get just quickly as we can to the word that we won't be too long or so we don't know just how long we're going to be here in Chicago with you people. We trust that it'll be a proud of By now try time, If you not want to hurry, don't be excited, just wait, give God a chance, take your time, and then if you want to stay long enough, or uh, if anything comes up later as you pray for it, we'll be here to see what's all about. And um, sometimes people have a little faith or something, or got among unbelievers, or got out in the wrong company, or something of it could have happened. It's just a sour fact of faith. You get it there, so we pray that God will help us and give us the words to say that will be appropriate for the season. And now, Brother Joseph, our beloved pastor here, tells us that we are going to the pastor Sunday for. Sunday and next week, so we are happy for that, and may the Lord bless us over there and give us the best of his kingdom for his glory. Now, in St. John, the 15th chapter, and the seventh verse, I wish to read this scripture. And if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And then in St. John 14, 12, we read these words. Dearly, dearly, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than me shall he do, because I go through my Father. And for a little subject tonight, I will take the. Fundamental foundation for faith, coming in this type of meeting, it takes much prayer. It takes time to consecrate and consecration also to the Lord Jesus. At the end of the road when life is all over and I stand before the people that I have met here in this life, you'll only realize then what this has meant and what a a faith that And how the working of the Holy Spirit deals with us in them's matters. It cannot be explained now. We just have to ask by faith. That's where I receive it. I cannot explain it. I just have to believe it. He gives it. I just receive it. Just let it go like that. That's his way of doing it. Now, we hear so many people say, Well, if I only had faith. Faith is, doesn't mean long square house, square meetings, or doesn't mean long sparks. Faith is an unconscious thing. Your real faith, your unconscious power. You don't know that the faith you have got is an unconscious matter with you. Did you imagine Jesus questioning whether he had faith enough to stop the wind or kill the waves or have faith enough to land, raise lives with Uh, He never questioned his faith. Now, the first thing, before we can have faith, he's got to have some foundation for faith. There's got to be something behind it. A man, when he chooses his last companion, he usually inquires of her life and so forth, and what family she out of, and what's her background, so forth. It's We have to have something like that to give a a basis. He asked it. The only thing he can take is her word. That's all he can take, that's all she can take. Well, him. Here's his word. And his no other way. And I'm so glad that God has faced it that way. That we, uh, man taking his wife, is that of us taking Christ as the bridegroom, uh, or him taking us as bride. We just have to base it upon the world. <coughs> now, what are we, anyhow? How did we get to it? What are we here for? Did you ever think of those things along those lines? We are human beings. And what made us human beings? What made us different from anything else on earth? <coughs> Pardon me. As human beings. No matter what a state a man is in, he's yet a son of God. No matter how sinful he is, how far away he is, he's a fallen son, but yet he's a son. God is his creator. God is his maker. God is father him of the crowd. He may never uh, reconcile himself to us. Him. He may never accept it. He may never do him any good. But yet he is a son and he is a battle of God. And what did God put on here for? Now, if we could spend up time on these thoughts. What we want. We just give a basic stop here for the night when we'll go praying for the sick. Or perhaps ministers has have already spoken so forth. And God, when He made man in the beginning, He made him superior to anything on earth. He gave him the jurisdiction of everything on earth to control everything. He controlled the animal life, He controlled the, the fire life. The feces of the sea, he controlled the wind, he controlled the plant life, he controlled everything. Man was made as a secondary God on earth. He was given the power to control all things, all elements of the earth. That was Adam. Adam was given these great powers, but then the power that he was given to make himself before he fell. And Adam could speak to the winds, and it would stop. He could speak to the trees, and they would obey him. He could speak to the royal It would obey him. He could speak to the waters, over what it was. Everything obeys Adam. Now, that is the beginning of man. That's what God gives him power over everything on the earth. Now, through the fire, he lost that power. Then he becomes uh, unconscious of the fact that as he was losing his relationship and friendship, fellowship with the Father, then he lost that, And all the great channels become clogged up, and he couldn't get through. Now what Adam was in God, Christ has redeemed us back to us. Now a redeemer, to redeem anything is to bring it back to his origin again. And Adam never had to be sick. He never had to die. He never had a worry. He never had a headache. He never had fear. He just climbed up in the arms of the Father and just like a child. Everything was his. And whatever he was, well, he just got it. Everything was waiting because he was um, God's child. And the child is heir of all things. Now, a man fell and he lost it. And now to we lost in the fall, Christ came as a Redeemer. Did you ever stop to think what Christ redeemed us for? He gave us everlasting life. He brought us back to the eternal fellowship and relationship to God to be his sons and daughters again. So we sold back all that Adam had lost in the fall. Now the thing of it is, that he has restored man back to this place, man, in the fire, has lost his conscience of what Father put him here on earth to do. In other words, all of the plumbing, as it was, in our brain and the outlet like the faith of being clogged up with business affairs, with home life, domestic things. It's all become so uh, clogged up with that, i God can operate through those channels that He made a man for. Now, when God made the human body, every little part had his place to pray. The teeth, the tongue, the eyes, and those. God put everything in there to make it perfect in operation to make the man, the Lord. And if God can patterns the man, the body of a man, how much more is He pattern and set an the body of Christ, the church? If God designed man's body, he certainly designed the body of his son, the church. And he's designed us to come together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and have these supernatural workings of God atlas through gifts of the Spirit, such as prophecy and wisdom and knowledge and uh, gifts of healing and all these other different gifts. It's atlas that God lets out his power. And let is well revelation to the people. And not as an individual so much, but as a unit. We're all together. Yeah. One great body of believers. Yes. And how do we get into this body? The mystic body of the Lord Jesus. By one spirit, we're all baptized into this body. Now, Satan, by the laws of sin and death, makes everything as sin and death that Accolades. If Satan stands a cancer, the man recognizes, it, receives it. Satan stands a We he weaponizes it, and receives it. And if Satan, by his power, can make his love work in man. how much more does God with his power make his love work and, in man? Yes. If Satan can make his love be sure enough to recognize it, and the poor, ought God, to his children, to make his laws be recognized among his people. of divine means, revelation, power, gifts, manifestations of the Spirit. The law of sin and death works in the people, and the law of the liberty of Christ is coming to us to set us free from those things. So, I believe this with all my heart. I believe that we are nearing an age where when people are going to recognize these things, that we've had so much vain philosophy and so forth, and teachings that ought not to be until it will set the human mind to a revolution of thinking on matters of this and that, and taking it away from the Word of God. As I said, faith doesn't come by fasting, faith doesn't come by praying, reading a book. All oh, that's good, fasting, praying, and reading, reading a book. But faith comes by uh, a subtle something that's in the human heart that tells you just as sure as you come to this church tonight, when you to return home, you told your wife you would be home after the service is over. You do that unconsciously. That's right. You just go out and get in your car and go home. That's
1: right.
0: Now you could not do it unless you had faith you could do it. You'll never move from where you're sitting. If you get my faith, you could raise up. But you've done it so much, and you just become so uh, accustomed to those laws that it's a natural thing. Now, if we could show ourselves completely to God and to His will and be left to our own self, and just let the mind of Christ be in us, then same apparitions uh, of the spirit of work through us just as uh, natural things, yeah. were, just yeah. the same thing. Because we were first created for that first purpose—to control, to rule and to uh, praise God, and to live for God. Now, Jesus said, if ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will, and shall so be given unto you, if ye abide in me, and my word abide in you. Now, the Father and his word is inseparable, because the word is his Son. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with out, and the word was God." And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. God and His Word is inseparable. If you come out have God without having His Word, and when you have His Word, you have God. Yes, Amen. If you want to go back a little farther, back to the time of history, we could speak. The Word in the beginning was the Word. But so what is the Word? A Word is a thought manifested, a thought spoken forth. God first, He perceived the thought and spoke it. And it became a word, and the word became material, so everything that God has spoken his word, received into the right channel, will materialize that word for whatever the promise behind it is. God will do it. He's obligated to it. Then if you abide in me, and my word abide in you, then you have God, the word, in you. And you believe the word just as you believe God because it is God. And it's inseparable. Then if you have God's word in you, you have God's life in you. You have God in you. And whatever God's word speaks forth out of you, it'll have to come to pass just as it spoke from God. Jesus said, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, that will I do. Right. Did you ever realize what that means? You realize if we go before God in the name of Jesus, it's just the same as Jesus himself praying? It isn't me praying anymore if I come in his name and he recognizes your name. And Jesus said, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, that I do. And then i go to the Father in Jesus' name. It isn't me praying anymore. It's Jesus. That's his spirit praying through me. And then I've got to receive what I asked for because he said it and it's God's own word. Man, you think, yeah. It won't be nothing else that produce what it said. So when we believe that we resist the confidence we have in God, that we get what we ask for, for we, God, and cannot talk about His Word. Yeah. He's got to say that His Word. Yes. Yeah. So then, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, I'll talk to the And it will be given unto you. Isn't that simple? And both created and was made for that purpose, then through the fire. Well, uh, we were taken away from that, and then in rejection, we will brought back to it again. And the only thing that hinders the human race today from being superior and controlling like we did in the beginning is because what the power line or the atlas of God made in the human being has been crabbed up. That's right. Sometimes, I say this for everything, sometimes theology and church bathrooms have crossed up That's your right. face line. Carved up your arms for you have been taught that those things can't be. And that puts the black on the road. Could you imagine this building here being uh, energized tonight for us by the electricity? Electricity is an unseen force. And it's harnessed and brought on when front and Franklin first got it. He's screamed out about it. He didn't know what he had. He had something. Yeah. <laughs> but it around on Odyssey and cut up the road. And today, we can send a wireless telegram from rapid right place here to anywhere around the world. By a wireless telegram, an unseen force moving through space that no man can touch it. Only machinery can touch it because it's too fast for the eye. But was the force? Let me telegram something right through here and now. And now, if the matter was vibes, which is electricity and things, once harnessed in the right capacity, and do those things, and of course, with the power of the Holy Ghost once right into the human heart. Yes. That's what it could do. Now, God has not promised us electricity only this of it shall increase. But look at the Holy Spirit's has promised to the believers today. Yes. And then we look back and see that God put electricity here for certain things, and science is moving into the field of science and bringing it out. But we as Christians, we've become too carved up. We just can't understand. Well, we we're thinking about the Baptist, but I could it get work. as long as you think that, then you're not thinking about self. You're to it. If you say, Well, I'm going to die, the Baptist going to die. Oh, he goes to the Baptist, that's the best of his knowledge. If he said he's going to die, humanly speaking, I believe the same thing. But by the word, I couldn't believe it. Hey, well, because he promised me that whatever I asked the Father in his name would be granted. Yes. And I believe that's true. Now, if God can just clear that little channel out and run that energy out to that place, then something's going to happen. The whole body is set together to operate, and his life begins just as sure as to take every member of my body to operate and give me life, so as to take every member of the body of Christ to operate together to give it life. You know what I mean? So I know something like church teachers, apostles, and prophets, and Gifts of healing, miracles, sticking with tongues, interpretations, the all those things. And this one great mystic body of Jesus Christ, moving on the earth and thunder, I believe. And I believe it's in the old hand right now. Just like tonight, at this right here, and that right, we'll give up a little string across the, the river, we run out there. That's the material. Well, now, when the energy goes into that wire, it will produce just as well as it was in year. Now, uh, I believe that a lot of times, in the wiring up of God's spiritual body on earth, we know some plumbers, and I've seen that weather, things we can get But if the plumbers wire out, we can't save them by wiring, you know that's why. And that's a good thing for a Baptist to say, but that's true. But to, uh, if the body is correctly wired up and the Father in heaven, the big master is on, something's going to wrap up as <laughs> is, If the body is properly wired, and if we're properly taught on every fiber of our body, then we'll all in Christ is his word alone. Now, if you've got theology, if you've got some doctrine, if you've got some superstition, you got some unbelief, you got something that stopped up somewhere, then that energy can never pour through you. But when you got to a place where you're perfectly wild and the master electrician has opened it, by seeing it with the Holy Spirit, the only thing is this on the switch, yeah. and there'll be a light sound. Yeah. And you are the light of the world, a city that's set on a water yeah. that cannot be here. And we cannot ever be ashamed of ourselves. And honestly and humbly confess our unbelief before God and ask Him to forgive us of how we represent Him in this life. He's depending on us. The Old Testament people did not have this blessing. You're unaware of us. You refer back sometimes to Elijah, to Moses, and the old people. Moses and Elijah and those people were great men, all the things of God. But what? not the privilege that you have? are under the privilege. You did not have the, the power. Given them before time, as you have got yourself, everyone that's in Christ. For they first saw this day and embraced it and believed it and looked for it to come before it overcome, and now we're living out right of it and afraid of it. Mm-hmm. What a pity. Now, if Satan's body can be operated by unbelief and doubt and fear, will produce what the Scripture says it will. It'll produce sickness. It'll produce disaster. It'll produce all those things. And then people, by unbelieving, produce that. Shift the people believing with the power of God, harness these things and bring them back to corruption? not uh. the Christ regime us for? Did you ever think what he redeemed us for? Why didn't we just make you a permit and say, now, there's no need to give them these powers? There's no need to make this man a son of God? There's no need to do that. I just have asked him to believe it and write his in the book of. Heaven and Father said it. But He gave us these received blessings that we might operate the work of God by the energy of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In St. John 15, He said, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. Mm-hmm. You know that the vine can't bear fruit, although the fruit is in the vine, but the fruit cannot be brought forth by the vine. It has to have the branch to bear the fruit. Mm-hmm. And you are the branches. Now the vine with all its energy cannot produce anything unless the branch is willing to receive the energy. Now, God is depending on you as a member of His body to bear fruit of His Spirit. And now if He's depending on you, let's open up our channel and let the Holy Spirit come in us and us and, yes. and free us from all these fears and doubts. Revival comes Someone said the power was only given to the apostles for those things. I'm not a historian, but I have read much history, a church history. And I have never seen a time in all the history of the world where there ever was raise of the Holy Ghost that ever swept the church. In a fiery revival, of our signs and wonders and miracles followed right. God knew the sick in every age, and will continue to do in every age. Yeah. Where people and churches are willing to let Him and let the Holy Spirit take control of their being. Martin Luther, Abraham, his close companion, and was healed. John Wesley, I believe, was recorded two hundred and forty cases of John Wesley praying for the sick, and they were healed. When he was riding his horse, his horse was lame and him with a headache, How that God healed both him in the house. The house took something. And I'm going to a moody, stanky, stingy. All those men, when the waves of the Holy Spirit moved across the church, there were signs and wonders. I yeah. wondered one on time if he thought it was moody. If so many people being healed in a meeting while the Holy Spirit was praying, although Moody didn't teach a doctrine of divine healing, but he said there was so much healing taking place in his meeting that he thought it would be this. Is church returning to this cathedral? I was in there, this place in France where they come up there and be, to be healed. So many people being healed, testifying of how the Holy Spirit, even without being taught about healing, the Holy Spirit of good it itself if you can ever get right away, it will produce it. I've seen people who just didn't even come for healing, just be sitting there and go home, after being submissive to the Holy Spirit, and then go home to be perfectly healed. They not realize it. The Holy Spirit is the healer. The Holy Spirit is here tonight, to energize our lives to do everything. Now you see what the basis of divine meaning will have to go, draw this to a close. if it's all time I won't let us speak much longer. We've got to bring it to a close. Now there's something that's wrong. And in the beginning, God created you to be master of every circumstance. That's right. That, that's the origin, that's the authentic of God's Word. There was nothing, nothing could happen unless you were the master of it. That's what you were created for. Then sin came around to fall and blinded your eyes of it. And now Jesus came along and redeemed it back. And now the Father gives you the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you, giving you all these divine promises. Teachers, I humbly saying it, was, I love every man or woman that breathes the name of the Lord Jesus yeah. And I am not a debater, I'm not the first I don't believe in that. I believe in just preaching the Word, that's all. And I believe that this is God's Word, and if this is God's Word as I believe it to be, I believe that he's obligated to answer for me every promise that's in the book. If I meet his condition, and he seals me into his kingdom by the Holy Spirit, which I believe is not a fanaticism, though we have a lot of fanatics with it, but yet. It's not a fanaticism, it is a truth. And then God is obligated to his word to take care of his word. He watches over his uh, performance. Now, hungry people, you know where every cult in the world today is from? Every cult in the world raised up to date because of hungry children. That's what made the heathens in the heathen land worship idols, hungry children. That's what made uh, fanatics go across the country. Hungry children, trying to look into the Word to find out a Christian's life or God's life. Every cult came from that. And today, many things through that, honest hearted people hungering and thirsting for God, or there's something in a man or a woman all the way back from his origin tells him that there's eternal life somewhere. Some seek it in an hour, some seek it in a shrine. I was down at a great church and in a few weeks ago, and they'd taken it to a church where all the monks that had died, they would uh, bury them in there like the plant a garden, and the gardens of them were sent south. And after they laid down their uh, bodies deteriorated, the skin ones taking the body, then they would dig up those bones, and they had all the pictures in the room of people's bones, the little fingers and so forth. And all along the walls were just human bones wrapped together with skulls and so forth, pounding together. All the whole building was made of us. Many other monks died and in the grave there, going away to come back and have their bones placed in there. Now, some of those skulls I noticed as they passed along the survived, and some of those skulls were rubbed completely white. For people go around and rub those skulls of those monks. Thinking that perhaps in there they might receive a blessing. They might receive something from somewhere else from where that not went. There's a very striking thing at the back of the building of the church where it was at. And there's a sign there I thought was very appropriate. It said we were once as uh, you are now, and someday you will be as we are now. And I see it gives you something to think about. But now loving your soul thinking that maybe there would be a blessing. What is it? Hungry-hearted people somewhere, thinking maybe that someone that once occupied this body has moved on and could give them a blessing by rubbing a skull. That's only the That's only something in the heart, calling out, running, reaching out, hungering and thirsting to find something. Now, there's got to be something right, and there's got to, if there are hungers in the human heart for such as that, and we see the basic beginning of it, and see, I've read there's got to be something with truth and something with false. It's just got to be things. I say that reverently with all my heart. And I say it is your brother, and I'm not believing anyone's belief or uh, any religion that you have. And here tonight, probably many religions represented, many religious people of different sects of denominations and so forth. And I respect every one of them. But now let's just look right down up to this little here. Let's look down and see. Jesus said, In this life, touch now that we are going to be the first, if he abide in me and my word in you. Jesus said, He that he heareth my word and believeth on him, sent me has everlasting life. We have everlasting life. We've accepted that by faith. We believe it. Now, Jesus said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Even more than this, the right translation is more than uh, Saint James here says greater, which greater, which means in, not, not in quality, it couldn't be greater, but in quantity, because he could be all over the world. He could be doing the work here and in Italy and Paris and everywhere else doing the work. More than this will you do? For I go to my Father. A little while the world seeth you no more. Yet you will see me, for I will be with you even to you, you yes. end of the world. Yes. Now we believe as Christians that Jesus Christ. That died, you believe that when Jesus was here, when He walked on the earth here, that He healed the sick. How many believe that? Without yes. He raised the dead. He cast out evil spirits. And He did nothing except to fire His children, He said. Is that right? Yeah. St. John 5 19, He said, Barely, barely, I say unto you, now He wasn't a person that went around and just said, Bring this and let me show I can heal you. No, no, no. He went around, and when the Father showed him what to do, he went and done it. When he was here on earth, I say this maybe out of repetition. I don't mean to be that way, but I've said it before. But let's look at his life just a few moments to see what type of person he was. Then we can have an idea of how he should be today. Now, when he was here on earth, he was a perfect example of everything of the Bible. He was the fullest of the battle of the God. In Christ was God. The body of Jesus was only the tabernacle of God. Before mighty God Himself lived and dwelt in a human being. Yeah. You believe that, don't you? Yeah. You have to be saved. You have to believe that. He was deity Himself made flesh here on earth to manifest His love to the people and to take away sin out of the earth. He came here in order that He could anchor death in His own body, He could anchor sickness in His own body. The curse that ought to have been on you, and you took it up on yourself, and had the die of the man, and to redeemed you back to this full fellowship with the Bible again. What a marvelous thing. Well, our our hearts can't conceive what a thing that was, but he did. If we're too slow, our minds are sluggish, or if the bowels have been stopped up, they've been paralyzed by unbelief and fear and doubting, it can't flow free, by the did. Unless we let our Holy Spirit Dominate our eyes till it pushes those vials that I out again and starts to operate. Yeah. Then we can see that. Sure, it's the Father. Then unconsciously, your faith is there. You don't have to worry about where you got faith enough to do this, your faith enough to do that. It. It's just there anyhow. Right. You just yeah. work because The Father said, Yes, the sure. so living Word in you, and God in you, manifest Himself just like He was in Christ. You still like He in Christ? Yes, sir. He said, The work that I do, so you also even more than this, for I go to my Father." Now that's his word, St. John fourteen twelve. He gave that promise. Everyone would believe that was inspired. And said, "The Lord, thou and the world will see me no more, yet you shall see me, for I will be with you until the end of the age of the apostles. No. I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world.'" Amen. Hebrews 13, 8, said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That was me when he was here on earth. He was a man. Humble. Born low in a manger. He had no great, small well, education, as we know of any schools. They want to know where he got this wisdom when he comes to his own country. For his people there, said, what school would he go to? What, what seminaries he found? They know nothing about him, so he's not the part son out here, a peasant. He had no training of man. At the age of 12, but his wisdom, was, uh, it out absolutely anything that, that teachers know. Yeah. So there is a difference in having worldly, earthly education and having the power of God's wisdom with you. for he's hid it from the educators and revealed it to faith, such as wrong. <laughs> so as long as you are trying to find these two seminaries and these schools, you'll never do it. It's a hidden mystery that can only be known as God will let it be known. Now, if we see that and know that that is the truth. Now, watch it just a moment. When we see him here on earth, a fellow. Philip coming back to He went and told his, his friend, Nathaniel. He brought him to the prayer meeting. They were cut over the heading. Perhaps then in the army, A world it was, but Jesus looked around and fastened his eyes. A world he might have been in the prayer line. A world it was. Jesus said, Behold, there is an Israelite to whom there is no vow. And he said, Well, when did you know me, Rabbi? He said, Before Philip called you, when you were under the tree on Sara. While it astonished he said, while thou the Son of God, thou the King of Israel. He said, Because I told you that, you believe? He said, You'll see greater than this. Damn. Greater is only promised to those who believe what is life, it is like to walk in. So if you refuse life, there's only one thing left, is life, it's out, and right. But but it's life. We'll notice him. He, he didn't claim to be a healer when he passed through the church you know, and all the crippled and lame people laying there. He never healed of one of them, went up to a man laying on a little pallet of his brother, or something like that. He said, ìWell, have thou made whole? Now, the Bible said Jesus knew that he was there and knew he had been that way for 38 years. Now, that's what Jesus suggested, isn't he? He knew that he had been that way for 38 years. He said, ìWell, have thou be made whole? Why not that man blind, lame, halt, withered as he passed through that pool? Why don't you make all lame whole? He explained this in the 19th verse. He said, Very, very, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in Himself." But what he sees, the father did, and what the father did, he showed the son. See what I mean? When the woman touched his side he said, "Have healed thee, He said, "Our faith is based in him. her faith in him. is what made it right." The Apostle Peter and his shadow and over the sticks never healed them, not the shadow, but their faith in the apostle. It was their point of contact to get to God. Now. Jesus, when he was here on earth, promising these things. now look, the very things he did he never claimed to heal anybody. He only claimed to do as the Bible showed him by vision. But he was possessed with a power that we all know, that he would look into the audience he was standing, and he would say a certain thing to a person. Like for instance, a woman touched his garment, something went away from him. In some way he knew that something would happen. I, I hope we see this now. Jesus had some power, let's just say it that way. Jesus, the uh, Redeemer, to redeem us back to what we he was before Adam's transgression. when he was on as an example, Son of God, for the first indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and after he could bring many children to God, when he was given the possession of the power, that when a certain person had faith, he could turn to the Adam's and called who A woman touched his garment, or satisfied it. She ran back into the audience. She thought that her blood issue was going to be all right then. So she stood back in the audience, came out there. Jesus turned around, looked around through the audience, said, Who touched me? He necessarily didn't have to say, Who touched me? He could have found her anyhow. Yeah, totally so he just looked around over the
1: audience,
0: <laughs> said, Who touched me? He stood just as innocent looking. He said by faith of faith. That was Jesus right. Now, I want to ask you something. When the are curious, that's the kind of the life that he lived. That's the kind of the work that he did, the work of the Father. He said, If I come to do the will of God, and I do the will of the Father, He comes to fulfill of the old the will of God. And God was in him, fulfilling his desire to the people. Now he said, also, I go away, the Father will come in the form of the Holy Spirit, and will be with you, in you, until the end of the world. And the very things that I do, shall you do also. That's good to I want to ask something. And if he's come tonight, in this time that I say that he is coming in, I want to ask you a question. Did Jesus' death, I want to go to bed tonight on Think of it. When he was here on earth in a body of flesh, he had power to heal the sick. He had power to see vision and to do as the Father gave him to do. Well, in his vicarious suffering and death and burial and resurrection, did he lose the power that he had? Then There is obedience to God, through his suffering, death and death and resurrection, did he lose the power that God gave him? Did he gain power? Yes. yes. In Saint Matthew nineteen, eighteen? it's says so this. I mean Saint Matthew 18 eighteen it is. He said, oh, after his resurrection, all oh, powers in the heavens and earth is given unto my hand. When he did not lose his power, he gained more
1: power.
0: Is that right? Then if he has gained more power, then he can do more things. Is that right? Now he's living in the church today. Do you believe that? He's the same yesterday, there, forever, promising the same work that he did, but we do even more. You believe it to be the truth? Then what basis do we have tonight for faith? The first thing, friends, is some of you here may not believe in divine healing, may not believe in the power of God. First you were bound here to control all circumstance. Sin I want to ask you a minute or something. How can you deal with sin without dealing with sickness? That's right. You cannot deal with sin on any measure without dealing with sickness. For sickness is an attribute of sin. You can't touch Sickness or sin, no without dealing with sickness and all its attributes. For oh, sin is the main, it's the head of the serpent. He'll know it you actually kill the body. And you can't kill it at the head without killing the body. So if he just comes to heal us and not to save us, we could have something to say about salvation. But he comes to deal with salvation for the soul, which is the head, and when he's killed the head, he's got to kill the rest of the body. So you can't deal with Jesus couldn't come to redeem us from just sin without redeeming us from sickness. Or all the things that goes with it, even to death. Uh He redeemed us from death, and we do not die. There's not a scripture about it that a Christian die. We have everlasting life and cannot die. God promised to resurrect about it in the last days. We rest in this assurance. Now we have salvation, happiness, and God, which is the earnest of our salvation, of our complete redemption someday, and we have divine need as the earth of our immortal body, which is coming on. When we receive the, the attributes of desert, individual, physical, sin, cursed body, it brings it back, snaps it back again, to life again, to prove to us that there's a land beyond the river where someday we're going where there is no sin, no silence and the complete Eden again. May the Lord bless you, my friend. Now, my contention is to you Chicago people and around us, that Jesus raised from the dead and the things that he did then, he does what? Yes. Now, I'm not telling you to come drawing up on my belief, for I do not belong to any church. I don't belong to any denominational church. I have nothing against any denominational church. But I'm only asking you this as a denominational Christian, with only a profession of faith, you will never see the mystery. You you stay in your church, but be bound again of the Spirit of God, so the vows in your innermost being and your mind and soul can open up to the full passion of what back you to be as uh, a Christian in that denomination, and you'll be good. Your pastor will appreciate you if he's a spiritual man. May the Lord Jesus now come on the scene. I've talked plenty too much. But I want you to know that we have a basis on the Bible. This may be just a little different. Have you ever heard it? You may have thought that the people here a few nights ago, or I close, just come to my mind and up there, a man going to a certain denominational church that did not believe in divine union. I was going to a prayer meeting he taught me. And he said to me, If you be the servant of the Lord for the glory of God, but I myself might see, for the glory, here's a little tip of her, heal her, and raise her up before me, and I believe." I see the man is lost, so he was not He was lost. He didn't realize that the same spirit that said, come down off the cross, and we That's right. There was a sinner sitting in the next room. So that's the sinner who brought him up here. So now, sir, you take this poor off sinner here. That's simple. put the glory about and save his soul tonight. And if you, when you save him, I'll heal her. Right. You save this one, I'll heal this one. (laughs) Right. Good. He could not save the man. Neither could I heal the cripple girl. But Jesus Christ can save the girl, and Jesus Christ can heal the girl. Save the man or heal the girl. Right. Well, that's not laid within man. We are an instrument that the revelation of God can be brought forth through our lips as the Holy Spirit speaks as we yield ourselves to Him. Amen. And Amen. any divine gift. Many of you ministers here. You would not say if you just set it up as sermon and shouldn't talk it off. You want to say it from inspiration. I believe it. Certainly. But it has to come from the Holy Spirit that energizes you to speak that message if it isn't. You'll never be successful. That's right. This is Charles Finney and so forth and then, who copied this sermon, got, and when he got up there and preached for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, the same sermon he preached the night before. hundreds dropped you off it, See? There's such a difference. It's got to be about inspired. The Holy Spirit's got to open enough in that, that thing. So is it repeating. There's got to be something to take place through a divine gift that will energize the people with the Holy Spirit you believe. Now, Jesus comes on the scene tonight and performs the very things that he did here in the Bible that proves that my confession for him is the truth. Not that I'm the truth, but he's the truth that I'm representing. Mm -hmm. Any man can come tell you anything he wishes to. You don't have to believe it. But if a man tells you something God turns it around and proves to you that that's the truth, and it's according to the Word, then you better believe it. It's a good thing to do. God bless you while we pray. Now long speaking, <laughs> most 40-45 minutes to speaking to the people, trying to get them to see their purpose here. Their purpose is not to go to work and come in at night and eat the meals and go to bed and read the paper the next morning and go back to work again day in and day out. No, it's to go to church on Sunday morning, listen to the sermon, go home, go to work and Father, we are here to be instruments of yours. You redeem them back to their right estate. his right mind, believe God for all things. Oh, we pray, Father, that you'll energize us tonight with your holy presence and send forth by Son, the Lord Jesus, that gave this promise that the world wouldn't see him no more, yet we should see him. For he'd be with us even in us to the end of the world. And believing tonight, by these this lovely audience of people set here in the room believing that you realize Jesus himself is standing near, knowing that not even a star a of the the street, rather than being known of half knowing that each here to perform that which he has promised. therefore, Father, I commit myself to you as an unworthy vessel. This holy being of mine, Lord, I pray that you open every valve of my being behind not only mine, but every person that's in this building tonight. May their hearts swing open. May their Holy Spirit rushing like wave after wave. Sure. Amen. And may the people awaken uh, to the fact that Jesus has raised in the dead and is standing here among us tonight. Grant us all, as I commit myself to you and ask that you grant these same times that you did when you were here on earth. Those were sick, And the revelation of God. May it be brought to pass tonight that the people will go out of here and rejoicing home. May the blind go see, the deaf hearing, the dumb speaking, the crippled walking. Ten. Now who has J number one? Let's see if we we'll line up a few of the people. J number one. Look on the back of it little card, And on the back there it's got a number and a and a J. Who has J number one will you hold up your hand if you can hold your hand? Number one? Who has number two? Would you hold up your hand? Number two? Number three? Number three? All right, line up over here. Number one, two, three, you have four. Hold up your hand. Four? The lady here. Over here, lady. Number five? Who has number five? Sir, over here. Number six? who has number six? Lady all right. Number seven? Number seven, all right, lady. Number eight? Who has number eight? Where is card number eight. Would you risk eight, all right, lady? Number nine? Who yes, asked number nine, star nine, could you hold up your hand? Mm-hmm. Number nine, do you have number nine, sir? The earth is going go down a minute. Number ten, who has card number ten, would you hold up your hand, please? Over who you are. Number ten, all right, ladies. Eleven, who has star card eleven? Over here, eleven, all right, twelve. Would you just raise your hand? Number twelve, the lady here, all right, thirteen. Who you have card thirteen? Raise up your hand, if you will. Prayer card number 13, would you raise your hand, everybody has it? Am I not seeing it? Someone look at their neighbor, it may be a deaf person. If there's anyone who can't get up, can't raise their hand. Look around at your neighbor and see. Maybe somebody paralyzed and can't even get up. Prayer card number 13, is it here? Anyone look at your card, your neighbor, someone sitting next to you. Is there anyone in the Any... There's a lady on the top, would you look at her number, uh, old lady, is that 13? Oh, it's uh, all 13. No one has 13. All right. 14. Who has number 14. Anyone clarified 14, would you hold up your hand? 14, 15. Clarified card 15, would you raise your hand? 15. Para card 16, would you raise your hand? 17. All right. 17, 18. Would you raise your hand? Clarified 18? Who has prayer card 18? Would you raise your hand? It's prayer card 18. Look now, when I call those numbers, somebody might not be able to get up. Somebody might be deaf and came here and they wouldn't know when the number was called. 18? 19? Anyone have prayer card 19? Raise your hand. Prayer card 18 and 19? 20? Maybe I went for it and 20. 20. We'll All right. All right, sir. All right. Now, well, well, we'll wait there just for a few minutes and see if we can see it. Maybe we can call a few more in a few moments. During the time, walk around for the numbers and so forth. If these come in, I'll uh, read 13, 18, and 19. And it was this 20? This is 20. All right. They come in while you place them in the line. If they're out. Now, now how many out there sick tonight? Have your prayer no way of getting in the prayer line, the old prayer card, and you won't go to him again. Why don't you to raise your hand? Just raise your hand. It. All right. Now, I'll, I'll tell you something, my, my dear beloved friend. If you'll do this, if you'll forget about me being Brother Graham, please, if you'll believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is here with you, that I'm just uh, uh, your brother, and if you if you just believe the Lord Jesus is here, and will you step and do this? If you'll do this for me, just sit down and say, "Lord Jesus, I truly believe that That's the truth. I believe the man has told the truth, for he's you read out of your Bible, and I believe it to be the truth." Now, Lord, I, I know the man doesn't know me, and if you'll just have him to turn around to me, like he did to the like he did to the woman that uh, had the blood issue, or uh, blind, uh, the blind of uh, man at the gate of Jericho, Bartimaeus, uh, and say. Of thy faith is healed, If if you have him turn to me and say that the Lord Jesus in that poor unworthy person there, but if he's representing you, then I'm going to pray and ask you. I believe it, and I want to be healed, and I want for you to give me enough faith tonight to pull that man around and tell me uh, something or other that that well, I want to know, or see, or something like that. You just do that, or pray to the Lord for some sign, or something like that. We don't We don't have to have signs now. Remember, we can have governments, generations, generation speak your signs. But, friends, we have been so educated that we are educated away from the supernatural. That's right. Jesus said, these signs shall well, follow them." Please. We are never seeking signs, but God is always there with signs, from the very beginning and and Genesis and Revelations in the Bible, run of the church that was constantly signs, and when there was no sign, there was no Bible. Mm-hmm. May God bless you. I want to ask you, you know in the life of Jesus Christ as he's written in the Bible, how did he get no miracles except the Father showed him? And how he told Philip, he told the woman at the well how many husbands she had. It startled a woman, and if that Lord Jesus will return tonight, and vindicate if that is the truth. Will you accept it as your right. healing savior? If you will raise your hand and so say, I, I, I believe right then. When I see it done again, I'll i, I pull down all my brows and I believe. Now for that call, may the Lord. Now you see, I was telling you last night about India. Look what a challenge is right now. Wait till the Lord gives something in the meeting where I can see what He's going to do. Then what's that sign? What that challenge the same way. See, it's not that we challenge, but it's when God tells us to do anything, we believe it. Amen. We believe this Bible to be the truth. But we can't overstep it on this side of we've got to do. It never lays within the power of me to do it, never lays in the power of any man. It lays in the power of God. Amen. And God has to reveal Himself to the person somewhere to give him faith. Here's His word that so He will heal you. If He reveals it to you that He heals you, you never come to this for You won't need it already over. <coughs> when he reveals it to you that he'll do it, you're going want no more than the revelation of God's Word. Right. May the Lord bless now. Now, if the pianist will over there, my dear brother, slowly, well, if you will, the little song only believe. I'll just quiet you just a few moments. Usually the prayer line, I don't know how long it'll last. I told you I wasn't in no hurry to leave, Chicago. I, I want to stay here. If I've got something in Chicago that this preacher here is long for twenty years. Every time I come here I feel something moving, strange. I don't know what it is. I want to find out. And if God being willing, I want to say how of is. Now, Lord, here we are beginning the service tonight. Over a little long the first night. But we're no hurry, Father. Everybody stayed right in their seats, waiting. We're here because we love you. That's the reason you're waiting, Father. Not because your servant is speaking, but because that your spirit is out there on you. It just fascinates and it holds you. Every one of us, Father, are looking, trying to find something behind the curtain there. We know we come from somewhere and we're going somewhere. We want to know more about it. Will you please, Father, reveal it to us tonight? Reveal yourself here. Take something like you did the bread that day and do it tonight. Like the people know that it was Jesus, just like those disciples up there in at Emmaus that time. And the way you brought that way, they know that you're the only one to do it that way. And when you do it your way tonight, here in the building, do something like you did when you were here on Earth, and we'll be thankful for our Father. Now, as a divine gift which is given by you and ministered to me by an angel, I have to commit myself into your hands that this gift may magnify. The Lord Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. you ask of anything, amen.
1: Amen.
0: <coughs> wish I could always come to me meeting feeling this way. He's <laughs> just right here now. <laughs> what a feeling. Oh, how long? This is the first time since i come back. want everyone, be real reverent. Be in faith. Be believing, Look this away. <laughs> Brother Joseph, you and Billy, and all of you, watch the time. For I feel that God's speaking to do something. Here, uh, remember last night? the human. The revelation, the vision. This is hope. This is faith. And this is perfection. Thus saith the Lord. Right now, I feel in this realm that God's fixing to do something. To feel real good about something, I don't know what it is, but I feel that He's fixing to do something. May His blessings come to us now, and i pray for me that I'll be able to submit myself just as an instrument, your brother, to the Holy Ghost, that He may come and take this body to manifest His beloved so Son. Water. Privilege. How unworthy. But yet who would be worthy? The blood of Jesus Christ makes it fast, That's
1: right.
0: Unmerited grace. Now I believe this is the lady that I'm to pray for. Is that right, lady? I'm to pray for you. I want you to come here. And now to every person here, if you are the prayer card, and in the line. If you don't solemnly believe it with all your heart, don't you come in the prayer house? Or uh, remember, it could turn to be something horrible for you. So you believe. You've heard of those things. Now, I want the engineer, if they will, to step up the volume. If the vision starts moving on this here, I don't know how loud I'll be speaking. And somebody is trying to push me or me as if I can. Because I know this woman's standing here now. The angel of the Lord, whose picture is on the paper that you've seen, we have some of those with us after a while, he's right here now. Now, I want you to come to me in the prayer line. Just look and answer the questions as I ask you. You just answer what I tell you. Then you be the judge. Now, this lady standing here before me, perfect stranger, I do not know her. And I've perhaps never seen in my life. We're strangers to each other. Are we? We are strangers. Now, I'm only saying this, my sister, as a contact, a point of contact. In other words, see, there's something going on that I cannot explain. It's, It's something supernatural. It's beyond my knowing why. But somehow there's something has to happen to you, something happened to me. Now, if you were standing in the presence of our Lord, the Savior, He would know just exactly, if the Father would reveal it to Him, what your trouble was, what you were here about. Is that right? He could tell that. But yeah. Now, the reason I've got this answer me as a talk, because sometimes when a vision is going on, I'm still talking and I don't know. I picked it up on the tape the other day that people were trying to say something back, I didn't know it, I was still talk in the vision because it takes me somewhere else. And I have to talk just as I see it. Then I will return back. You can be the judge. And if God can know something that was in your life, you, you'll you know that whether well, that's true or not. I don't. But if he's here in his supernatural way and can know what what you have been in life. And then tell you what will be, if what has been is true, then what will be, it will be true. Is that right? Now, whether he will or not, I do not know. But now, did you notice, why I'm talking to you, so uh, believers out here might understand, Jesus called a woman one time to bring him a drink of water. And he just called her for a purpose, to talk to her. After he talked to her a long time, he went right straight to the point. He said, Go get your husband. He said, I don't have any. That's where her trouble was. He said, You got five? He said, Well, you're a prophet. He said, he said, she said to him, I know that when Messiah cometh, he'll tell us these things. But who was he? he said, you must be a prophet. Now what? To know the secrets of the heart is a sign of the Messiah. Is that right, audience?
1: Yes. The woman said at the world said,
0: when Messiah comes, he'll know these things. We know that when Messiah comes, it's a sign, the Messiah's sign of his presence. What will happen to these people who calls it mental telepathy or witchcraft? I don't know. But he talked to the woman to find out something about it. Now, me not knowing you, and you not knowing me, and yet the Holy Spirit to be here that would reveal something, that you know the truth, and I know nothing about, then you will have to say that I have some way of knowing about you. Is that right? Would you believe it was the Lord Jesus Christ? You would. Would the audience believe the same thing? <coughs> May he plan it. It's my prayer. You're wondering why I'm stalling about awaiting waiting here. It's spirit all around me, see, everywhere. It's, it's, uh, usually if I can get the patient out alone by themselves, it's different. But here, here's a line standing right behind me, a whole group. you are sitting all out the ears. You're around here, right behind me, everywhere. It's just spirit everywhere. And just saying about this one spirit. Maybe I look this way and have to see somebody sitting down in here. See, it would be different. So it's, it's something that God has to do in His power grace. Now that's the govern itself. I cannot govern it. it. But I see that you there's a a man standing around where this woman is, and it's uh, it's a, a sick man, and it's. Uh, it's not your husband, it's a, it's a friend of the family. It's just a friend. And the man's a Christian. And uh, the man is, I see him making ready, or a doctor has examined giving him something to drink in his mouth. And it went into his stomach, and it, it, it's, a, it's an alterated stomach. And he's up for an operation immediately to be operated on. You've come to stand in his place. Those things are true, aren't they? If they are, raise up your hand. If the Lord Jesus is here to know what you want, not even for yourself, it's for someone else, then can He grant our request? Do you believe now that He raised from the dead? His same power was then as now. Does the audience believe the same thing? Our Heavenly Father, I lay my hands upon this woman. In a representative way if she stands here in the Christian act to represent someone, you stood to represent us all. You represent us in death as a sinner. You represent us in sickness as a healer. And Father, you represent us in the resurrection as immortalized someday. And we thank you for it. And I bless this woman that when she goes through the person. That she is standing for, may a person not die, but be made well. Through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, amen. Amen. Well, your friend, you had it in your hand. Well, you take that hand, you place it on. How this audience ought to be shook by the power of the Almighty God. How things we can set still in no those things. Come forward with you later. We're strange to each other, aren't we? I do not know you. I have never seen you in my life. And yet, here you stand tonight. And I stand in your presence, and we're both in the presence of Almighty God, our Father. You believe me to be his servant? And all these other people to be his servants, we're all Christians. You believe that his great body of the mystic body of the Lord Jesus Christ has assembled here tonight together, these Christian people. You're a Christian yourself. I see someone that's laying down, it's a woman. And the uh, are You're having some kind of a spell that that you pass out of black out. And I see something you is a door, something you went through, fell through, or is a is a free door. You fell through it and you hurt your your ankle, your left ankle, and it's all the ligaments loose in your ankle, and uh, they won't heal up. And you've been thinking that if you could ever get your ear to the platform that Jesus Christ would make you up. That is the truth. If it is, hold your hand. You believe you're in His divine presence. Then, if I become anointed with His Spirit enough to tell you things that no one knows, perhaps but you alone and God. And he said, That would make me a believer. Is that right? He said, These signs shall follow them that believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, they'll get well. Wow. Yeah. That's true. Then come here for your healing. O oh God, our Father, creator of heaven and earth, author of everlasting life, life and giver of every good gift, upon the merit of this my sister's faith and thy word and the resurrection of thy Son, and his presence here now with us, I pronounce her to be well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Have faith now. Believe with all your heart. Supposingly we are strangers to each other, ladies. God knows you. Knows all about you? I do not know, but you're conscious that something's going on. Perhaps a little different than what you thought when you first come up. But it's his presence that's for doing these things. It isn't me. I'm just a man. You believe Jesus healed you, so stomach trouble sitting there, sir? You believe the Lord Jesus will make you well? If you believe it with all your heart, i you use the red shirt on there. Go and leave what you want to now. You didn't
1: realize,
0: sir, how our breath was done. You thought it was ulcered, but it was cancer. Well, this woman standing here suffers with cancer too. And that's where it was pulling from. Yes, cancer. That is growth. It's on the breast. The doctor told you it was malignant. And it's on your left breast. Isn't that right? You believe you're going to get well now? In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm Happy. Believe it all your heart, so all your soul, all your mind. Just believe. That's all God that us, you to do. That's right, brother. Just faith. I see there, too, a spirit moving over, a, a man looking at me, sitting right here. It's something both that other man, two of them together. You're stuck with a rupture, don't you, say? sitting right not that right? You both have rupture. Raise your hands up if that's why both of you man That's right. with all your heart, now. God bless you. Oh, do you remember to have faith now? We are strangers each other, aren't you, ladies? I do not know you. But there is someone here who does know you. That's our Heavenly Father. He knows all about you. You're suffering with a a nervous trouble, and that's not altogether what you're here for. You've got other troubles, too. And the main thing you're here for is for somebody else, and that's a young boy, about 18 or 19 years old. And that boy is a nervous trouble. Do I see he's got a doctor to give him some kind of a, or a shock treatment? The boy, and they, he's suffering with a, it's a, a nervous or disturbance. He, he's self-conscious. He don't like to get around with people. That he is a Christian, but the devil has him bound, and he's prayed to come to church. You're healed. and will bring him now, that he can be healed also. I say, don't lie. Believe with all your heart. Jesus Christ will make you well. Reverend Bradham, after this is the Black Panther, I can't stand it in four years while i you. believe, sir, with all your heart? Reverend Bradham, Black Panther, Reverend Bradham, Black Panther, for all my life, I can't stand it. How long have you been a Christian? A long time, you believe with all your heart? You believe me to be his servant? You believe the Holy Spirit is here? I do not know you. God does know you. I suppose this is our first time meeting. But He He knows all about you. Something strange about you, sir. Please, dear Reverend, in the audience, do not disturb the meeting. Be Reverend. go home and eat what you want to. The Lord Jesus heal' your stomach trouble there. God bless you. Believe. Have faith in God. I keep seeing a strange thing around you, sir. I can't make out what it is. Just a moment. Or it's a, it's a wall, it's a place, it's a, you are or I see you, you're from a place, that, it's a penitentiary or something around somewhere where you're from, and uh, that's uh, Michigan City, Indiana. And you are here because you're nervous, and you, your wife is all upset about something. And it's about uh, an elderly lady, and she's in a hospital with cancer, and that's her mother, your mother in law. You're a preacher, too. And your name is Robert McKinney. That is right. Things right? <laughs> will be all right. Now, right? Yes. Almighty God, all will be Send blessings upon the man now, and Is Jesus Christ, name, God bless you. Be merciful. God. You believe? Ah, ah, God. Have faith in You
1: look
0: like Ernest you got something on your heart, haven't you? The plan. That's cancer, doesn't it? You've got a little girl you're interested in, too. You've got polio, hasn't you? That's true. Stand up on your feet. Oh God, be merciful to this. Our friend here standing with someone else, may his desire be granted in him. According to thy word, Lord, as I have promised, whatsoever things you desire and pray, believe you receive it, and you shall have it. In Jesus' name, my brother. Amen. God bless you, my brother. The angel of light quickly and went to someone back here, but I, I think it's my friend sitting there. Brother Planet, I was looking at, I believe it was him, and Malcolm had attracted my attention. I'm not beside myself, but it seems that it was a, a long draw. There was arthritis sitting is Isn't that right, ladies? That's where it's standing, it's for you, with arthritis, setting that fear there. That lady's in need also. She has uh, something wrong with her hip, isn't that right? Nice? Mm-hmm. You have arthritis also, don't you, isn't that right? Nice? you believe Jesus makes you well? Uh, Put your hand over on your plan, then you all put your hands together. Almighty God, our those life. Give them those with you extend our blessings upon me as thy since May all. Give to them the desire of their hearts, that they may be as well. In Jesus Son be done, I ask this. Amen. All right, bring the patience please. All right. Why don't you look at me just a minute for the time? Do you believe me to be a servant? I am a sinner. You believe in that All right, you come here to you are not here. This is not your child. You are uh you take care of this child. But you come because of a garden and you take care of this child. And this style has uh, got a little sister, and the sister is older, and the sister is got bad eyes, and the mother is a, of these children are Catholic, and she told you before coming if the babies would be healed, she'd become a believer. Almighty <laughs> <it's by> <laughs> oh, God. Father of everlasting life, giver of every good gift. send thy blessings upon this
1: child.
0: Grant the healing, may our virtues, love, which raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, now quicken this child. Grant it, Father, to Jesus, Christ, Son, I ask this let our heads bowed, please just a moment. Everyone. I want to minister to the child with every one of your heads bowed, eyes closed, please. God in mercy, send thy blessings to the little one and make it well. I pray through Jesus' name.
1: How you may raise your head.
0: Look here, darling. Look up here. Brother the baby was cross-eyed. I look this way, honey, over here. I look back this way, over here. Look over here towards me. eyes are straight as yours is. Uh, Take it darling Mother. Let us those for alive. All the people, with kind words and that the people might know the lives, Christ and Son of God, and the one who blessed God. grant these blessings to Jesus our Lord we pray. Amen. Ladies, ladies at the back line, no hope for us. And Jesus Christ is unbelieving. believing. Let us pray. Dear Master of Life, I pray for mercy for this life and the church. Oh, As the ancient father of you bear the across the this hill, You're the child night, come around here in darkness, merciful father. Healer, would you, Lord? You've given us power over demons. You have promised that I believe it. Never if I ever need believe Lord, I ask you to energize both of us now that the Holy Ghost may have the right away. And I condemn this blind the spirit of to blind my sister's eyes. In the name of Jesus Christ, Believer, her. And I Lord, Lord, keep your head high. Mm-hmm. Thank you can you put your finger on oh, my eye. Touch, touch my nose. In <laughs> right? These spikes come your eyes. you may raise your head, are you? I asked her just now to touch my nose. Do it
1: with
0: you, lady. All <laughs> your Lord rejoices. You're healed. Do you believe with all your heart? Please, God, take that Peter, away from me. You'll be made well. You believe it all your heart? God bless you. Go on your rosary, darling. Say thanks thank the Lord for this visit. All the Lord bless you. Do you believe it, sir? You thank God. Take that stomach trouble away from you, and you go home. Eat your supper. He has. If you've for God to do, you take it all well. you believe that with all your heart? Father, in the name of thy Son, the Lord Jesus, heal our sister. Amen. Folks, don't doubt, just believe with all your heart, and you shall receive. Just a moment something comes before me, a large building. I hear unread. Our heavenly father is speaking something. I see a building keeps coming before me, in a steps in a city, and the city is in a valley. It's got a great towering spire upon a great high place moves off. I'm in that state. It moves now. It's coming to the corner. It's a woman, and she's taken by loved ones to uh, It's a clinic. It's Mayo Brothers Clinic, and the woman comes from Michigan. They take her in for an examination, but they can't find out what's the matter with her. It's a brain disease. It's someone in here, sitting in here somewhere. It's a woman that's rather heavy, and she's oh, we're bound. God bless you, lady, Lean on the stretcher. of you. <laughs> that's all right. If we stand up or sit down, it doesn't make any difference. But no one because we have not dismissed ourselves, and there are souls in the balance tonight. That's what the glory of You are seen with your own eyes here. i got